communicating helps. And other times it's difficult to communicate because of the identity we build around ourselves and how we want to project ourselves to our partners or people around. So like listening to the both of you actually talk about your experience is actually very beautiful. Like it's very insightful. So like for the first three years when you had when you had your first child, what mm -hmm. was it like? That was the first time you were a mother. Mm -hmm. It's not like you've, you've not been a mother before. So what was it like, like for the first three years, especially at that point where the child is very vulnerable and needy? So for me, um, I will always be thankful for my support system. Um, I've been very fortunate to have always had help or family around. Mm. Um, and because, so, so I, I don't think I was as unprepared Okay. Because as women, I think you try to prepare. So True. I think in my case, it was more of you've already absorbed several narratives. Mm -hmm. And then in playing out the script, you realize it's not all the way they <laughs> told you. And so you actually have to unlearn yeah. some of what you've been told and then relearn and make up your own mind. Mm -hmm. So it was the experience of... So first of all, when I had my boy, he was grumpy like he was always frowning mm. when he was on his early days like he had this scowl on his face and i remember one day i told my husband i think we gave birth to one of the seven dwarfs from <laughs> snow white <laughs> grumpy. Grumpy the dwarf. So, and then he came out of that phase all on his own to become a very sunny friendly personality yeah. whereby he was almost like a living doll every child wanted to carry him because he was the one child who you would carry and pass from hand to hand to hand and he wouldn't cry yeah. um he wouldn't complain so it was even from from early on you're watching that transformation you're watching the formation also mm -hmm. of personality I grew up with very strict parents, so my parental style, even up till now, is still relatively strict. Mm -hmm. So it has been amazing watching that even with my strictness, my children, and starting from him, would speak back to me. So the first ex experience was probably once I was carrying him on one hand and I was bending down to put on the TV. And I was bending almost behind the TV from the socket. And I bumped his head on the TV, on the edge of the TV. And he couldn't talk yet. He was like less than one. And he started babbling with a frown. Like, and I knew he was scolding me. Like, how could you be so clumsy? Like, how are you carrying me and bending? And it's like... You know, I'm like, are you trying to kill me? <laughs> it would be, I apologize. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Like, and you, you feel that, you know, the, there's a distinct personality. Yeah. So I think the way I would summarize it is if you're familiar with the works of Khalil Gibran on, on, in the prophets, when he talks about children, mm -hmm. he starts that by saying your children are not your children. Mm -hmm. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. Mm. And though they come to you, they belong not to you. Mm. And though they come through you, or th though they dwell with you, they are not for you. Something around that. And it's that realization that you're really a channel. Mm. 
for the birth of life itself. Hmm. But you are not the owner because life belongs to life. You are just a custodian or a guardian for a moment in time. And, and even recently, you know, I was talking to my husband and it's the realization that life comes in phases and this is the phase where we owe a duty of guardianship, but there will come a time when that phase will end. Mm -hmm. And then it's the individuals that you've read, you know, you have to allow them fly and hope that you've done your best. So, yeah, I think the first three years were, were the acceptance of the individuality of the personality I had taken in, mm. learning from him while trying to teach him and learning to start modifying some of my ideas around parenting because I came with ideas. Yeah, yeah I had perspectives on the type of child, all the instruments he was going to play and all of that. <laughs> And you, you have piano teacher and the boy just doesn't go for lesson or he just doesn't practice and you are shouting and you are shouting and just you realize that because you've built a script, you're now trying to force First. instead of, you know, a, a partnership where you're allowing the individual flourish to the best of their own innate abilities and not always your own dreams yeah. or aspirations for the individual. So that's still the journey I'm on. Yeah, that, that, that is, that is. I don't want to use the word beautiful because I, th I think I've used it a little <laughs> in this conversation, but, yeah. but that, is, <laughs> that is actually beautiful. Yeah. Like one thing that has resonated with me so far is the concept of being guardian. And you beautifully, you eloquently explained it. Hmm. So people come with script. So I have an image of what I want to do as a father and what I want my children to do, what I want them to learn. But the process is actually, like you said, is me learning from them on how to actually guide them better. So it's not about fitting them into my narrative or to my confines, but it's creating that enabling environment where I guide them to realize their potential as individuals, realizing the fact that they are unique as individuals and that uniqueness about them, it is my duty to, to help them grow it. Because like you said, life begets life. So they actually belong to, the, to life, even if they came out True. Like that's, Absolutely. That's, that's beautiful. Absolutely. Ron, your question will be a little bit mundane. Yeah. What was Tell your me. first diaper experience? Ah. 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 Oh, okay. When he was younger, in fact, we used to use diapers with pin. He would wash mm. the diapers and hang it, so it was a bit more complex than the more, more modern diapers where you have stuff where you you know just have this um, um, strap on. Yeah. You know, it was less complex, so I didn't uh, quite enjoy it, but I it didn't bother me that much because I loved the child, and for me, the love was something that. If I found or thought he was uncomfortable, every other thing that I didn't like would just dissolve. And mm. all that mattered was what was, you know, important to the child and was going to be helpful for that child's condition. In fact, uh, there was a time the child had um, 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 a blocked nose. You know, when they, they, can't, they can't sneeze, they've got their nostrils and he was struggling to breathe and um, I had watched 
uh, one of uh, we had a great support system earlier on, and I had watched one of our um, I think my mom my my wife's uh, relative had done it once and sucked out the you know with her mucus. It used to eat my wife out, but I like would just I would just real. go in there. It's not like I really enjoyed it, but for me it was an act of sacrifice. It was what was important for the other one, who was the little child who was dependent on me. So the moment I had that child, all that was important to me was when it came to their comfort and their health. I, I would give anything to have so, Bruno, that. Let me let me support Ronald and let me also right. cast him. Right. <laughs> so I think when it came to diaper changing, as a man, like especially when you know the narratives around men, Ronald yeah. was phenomenal. Like it was never really an issue. Um, mm. We did have a mischievous rule, which was finder skippers. <laughs> so if you're the one with the child where they do number two, you get a clinic. You're not going to yeah. bring me the baby as there. Although sometimes he was sneaky. Yeah. Uh, but, That's true. But where, let me cast him now. Mm -hmm. Once the baby, what I realized was Ronald was that amazing so long as the baby was eating breast milk or formula. Right. Once the baby's transition to adult food. Right. Ronald be like, uh-uh, I'm not doing this. This one, this is adult stuff right here. I ain't doing this one. So... Yeah. Yeah. He did not appreciate what yeah. they did. So they were, yeah. was, and he'd be like, uh, 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 uh. look, 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 you, you have to help me. Like, this stuff really gets to me. This is adult stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, and then sometimes when the baby overeats and then he looks at the quantum, he's like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so uh, that, 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 that is true. I accept that. So I, I would look at the child based on where I thought they should be and then respond to that. I'm 